Remember, if one of you has it, you machayev everybody else. <laughs> I think you have it. Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wanted to learn a few pieces with you. There's, there are not thousands, but hundreds of thousands of Torahs regarding the nature of eating. I was using this as the most obvious example. We were talking about the Chassidim sitting around and having a tikkun and his Hashem in the food. From here we're going to have to move on to Hashem being in to understanding on a deeper level, Hashem being even in Dvarm Tmeim, in Macholus Tmeis, we'll learn that in Hashem next week in the Tanya. We'll talk about that. But to understand the difference between between how Chassidus, how a Chassid ideally approaches the world and sees the world, and and how and how um, the world is seen not through the eyes of the Balshamtiv. There's a uh, a magnificent document that uh, that was sent to me, which would be very very instructive to learn together. We're not going to. It'd be very instructive to learn together because it's a modern day application of all that we're learning. There's um, the the Torah of the President Stalin Rebbe regarding the use of technology that was sent to me as a translation from the Yiddish into English. It's probably available somehow. I'm happy to give it to anybody to see. With not the Rebbe himself giving a shear, but what he instructed um, when he instructed one of the Chassidim, he sat down with him he, and this uh, this Chassid explained the explained the Torah of the Rebbe, of the Stalin Rebbe, regarding the use of technology. And uh, it would be very instructive to, you, to, to learn that together, to read it together, but I'm trusting that you'll be able to get that and see that on your own somehow, I'm not sure how. I'd be happy to, to, to have copies made. It's not anything that we haven't spoken about over here for years, but it's very, very different than the general sound that's coming from Eretz Yisrael, the approach of how to look at things. And it's based on exactly what we're learning. Of, of what we're learning. It's the question of where is Hashem, and Hashem is everywhere, and how to, and, and how to see the world through those eyes. But before we've been talking about eating, because it came down to that difference between is eating simply um, an act that, at best, by trying to concentrate, like the Rambam tells us in Hilchus Deus, by trying to concentrate on the, on the fact that through this eating we're going to have the energy that we need later on to daven, to learn, and so on, to do mitzvahs. So eating itself is not a holy act per se. It's a means towards the end of being able to have the strength to serve Hashem, which of course is a very elevated thing, and halavai, halavai, we should all be able to do that and think and to have such thoughts. That would be wonderful if we could do that. 
But in Hasidus, eating is, eating is not a means to an end. It's an end unto itself. And as I said, it's a madregiv of avodah, v'chol But we need to understand it a little bit more. We learn from the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. We learn from the Kedushas Levi. We'll see another thing from Kedushas Levi. What that means. So this is later on in Hasidus. This is from Reb Tzaddik. There's a contrast from Reb Tzaddik called Eis HaOchel, the time of eating. And the entire contrast is on that subject of eating. Also, there would never ever be a Sefer or a contrast or anything on eating until the Baal Shem Tov. There, there would never be such a Sefer. And we have from the, from the Baal Shem Tov, I mean the Baal Shem Tov, many, many, many things written on this. And this is a, a, a more modern example. Modern meaning that Rapsodic is relatively recent. So look at look at we'll see the Vav Zaynechas. Look at Eis Vav, which is Hashulchan Darmel Mizbeach. Eis Vav Hashulchan Darmel Mizbeach. And this applies to all of us who eat. It's pretty much everybody, I think, one one way or the other. Hashulchan Darmel Mizbeach. Now again, keep in mind that every single one of these limudim is, of course, drawn from classical sources. It's just the way I have had to see the Gemaras that we've always seen, that we're familiar with. The Gemara says that that a person's table in his house is like the Mizbeach in the Beis HaMikdash. Kedi'isa Shali Chagiga, as the Gemara says, at the end of Chagiga. Look at footnote 9. I don't know if it came out on the paper. Yeah? yeah? called the table before Hashem. makes a point that the pasuk begins with mizbeach, but it ends with shulchan, the table. At the time that the Besamekdush was around, the Mizbeach in the Besamekdush brought a kapara for each and every one of us. Now, when we don't have the Besamekdush, a person's table is Mechaper. The Rashi says, It's interesting, Rashi. The kapar comes primarily, Rashi says, primarily through having guests. That's the kapar. Bachnas is archen. In an office, a very familiar Mishnah. Three people who are eating. And they don't say any divay by Torah by the table. It's kilo archlum is ivchem heisim. It's as if they ate from a table, a mizbech, rather, an altar for the dead. Which means for, God forbid, a mizbech for Avodazar. Shnemaki, kol shulchanos malukik tzoyeblimokam. The altars of the Oyed Avodazar are compared to tables that are filled with, with waste and filth. Avoshloishish orchlo al shulchan echad. However, three Jews who sit around the table. Now, why three? That's a matter of the Mishnah. I'm not going into it right now. Three who sit around the table 
and they say divrei Torah at the table. It's keilu they're eating from the table of Hashem, from the mizbeach in the base of Mikdash. And the Mishnah brings the same pasuk the Gemara and Chigiga brings. This is the table that is set before Hashem. So Chazal teaches us in these two places, and there are other places, that a person's table in his house is is compared to the mizbeach and is mechaper like the mizbeach. The tonight that the tonight that we see here in the Mishnah is that is that uh, there's divrei Torah that's spoken at the table. That doesn't only mean on Shabbos. That means any time that a person eats and wherever a person eats, that there's divrei Torah. There's a special need we see from here for divrei Torah. There's always a vigisa v'yom but particularly when a person's eating, in order to elevate the ma'aseh from being zivchemesim to being the mizbeach of Hashem, the shulchan of Hashem. Divrei Torah is, Torah is uh, the most effective way of doing that, of changing the, 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 the table into a Mizbeach Hashem. <coughs> okay, th- th- those are two other sources of Chazal. Now let's go back to Absodic. HaShulchan Dormel Mizbeach Kid Isa Shlich HaGigo Behepach Isa Ba'avis And if a person does not make his table into a Mizbeach, then it could very well be that it's, God forbid, the opposite, which is Zivchei Mesim, Tahainu Tekreves Avadazara, which means an, that the table of a, of a person, God forbid, is like a, an altar of Avadazara. Kemafurish B'Tehillim, Denikre Zivchei Mesim. The Takruves offerings that are made to Avadazara, it's called Zivchei Mesim. Zivchei Mesim because, of course, the, it's... Of course, it's, uh, there's no life to their gods. It's all zivchei meisim. So the coin explains. The pleasure that a person has from eating. Now, the, what Reb Sadik says here seems harmless to us because we're so familiar with this type of teaching. But traditionally. Traditionally, the objective was not to taste food, not to enjoy food. Objective, I don't mean by the, by the woman who's preparing it, and certainly by the vast majority of people who are eating it, that's not the objective. But the highest level of, of piety, of dveikis of ta'ashem, was, was seen... When a person was on such a level where the food meant nothing to him at all, the taste meant nothing to him at all, because since the since the tachlis of eating, traditionally the way it was understood, was simply to nourish you, just that you should be able to live in order to be mekayim mitzvahs. If anything, the taste could be a terrible distraction. So, hanah from a food deriving pleasure from food deriving pleasure from food was seen as a terrible terrible um, threat to one's to one's kedusha it was seen as a threat a challenge rapsodic says vahainu ki haanosh yesh lo haodam 
Now, we saw from the Balshamta Vayancha Vayari Vecha the purpose of, of why Hashem created such a thing as hunger. To be able to be misakin the food. The Nitzitzis and the food. So, Absaltic explains that the pleasure that a person has from food, im nechneses if that pleasure becomes tied into and part of the nefesh elokiz, the godly soul, v'chelik elokami mal and the godly part of him, the chelik elokami mal which means what? How do you do that? I mean, you just put it in your mouth. It doesn't seem like it's up to you where it goes. It is up to us where it goes. How, does, how do you make sure that it gets to that place? To, not just to the to the boch, to the stomach. How do you make sure it gets to the when the person recognizes that Hashem created this food and every single moment of its existence, Hashem gives existence and life to this to this food. He gives, he gives havai v'kim, life and existence to this food that you're eating. When a person thinks about that, it's that simple to begin. When a person recognizes that and thinks about that when he eats, as, and thinks about the pleasure of the tam, because the taste of the food is not something that needs to be ignored, it needs to be it needs to be directed. The same way that when it comes to um, an, another part of life, which Chazal actually referred to as also as an act of, of uh, eating bread and so on, which is the relations between a husband and a wife. With there too, the Talmud of Hashem did not speak about overcoming the pleasure. The Chayzim Lublin Shusimunov said that the tachlis there of that avoda being L'shem Shemaim, the act of Kedusha between a husband and wife, is that the is that they is that the thought that they have is that they recognize that this pleasure between the husband and wife was given to us by Hashem Baruch, and that the that the husband recognizes that his wife is a gift to him, and she recognizes that in her husband, to be misamech and to be mechai, and to think of the chiyas alokiz, that's in that act. That is the mahalach of the Tamriya Balsham when it comes to when it comes to everything, including that which is which is the most challenging taiva, or at least on par with eating, or depending upon time and place and so on. In that way, the physical act is directed to the nefesh elokis. It does not mean that one cannot have pleasure from the food or from that, but to recognize where the pleasure is coming from and to, and to remember that. Zahu. Vuhu noisen bautam and it's that presence of, of God in the f- that's, that, that, is, that gives life to the food that itself 
is the source of taste and pleasure of the food. Hashem Himself gave this food, Tam Vana. It's the Elokuz. No, he's saying about Tam Vana. Hashem made all different kinds of things to eat and gave us the Seichel to prepare different things to eat that would that would uh, that would provide such a chiyus. And Hashem is the one who gives the person a cheshek, a desire, she is avalo, to have a taiva for this food. And to enjoy and to, and to be able to enjoy the good taste of the food. That's Hashem. It's not something which should be ignored. It's to be enjoyed. But to remember. And to think about where that comes from. And the Sram talk about why is it that, that certain people like certain foods? Why is it that in certain countries Jews eat certain foods? Not just because of, the, of, of what the non-Jews are eating in that place. Why is it that certain individuals, Adavka, attracted to different types of food. All of this has to do with the tikkun of that person and what that person has to be misakin in his life. Why is it that he davka likes this type of food? Not even going to all the machalm of Shabbos, what that means. And of course, that it also adds that this elokus in the food should add to his kaiches and his chiyas. Maybe no, he means I think to the food. He adds koach and chiz to the lakus that's in the food. When he recognizes that this is a gift from Hashem, that this is all from Hashem's baruch, with a clear recognition that illuminates the heart. And he shouldn't delude his, himself to thinking that it's just a passing, that it's enough to have a passing thought. It's not enough to have a passing thought. Absalik says that a person should concentrate on this. This is what it means, Achila Begdusha. This recognition of the life and chiyas of the food as being elokus. And the taste of, of the food is elokus. This is mikoach ha-chelak elokah v'tzad ha-toif It's from the chelak elokah, the godly essence, the tzad ha-toif of the food. V'oysa ha-tzad nizgaber When a person has the right thought, then it strengthens the energy that is coming from the elokus within the food. And it becomes stronger than the physical food itself. And the pleasure that the person has thinking about the fact that this food is a shtick elokus, that pleasure is mamish, he says, is mamish the hana 
of the carbon, the person is eating a carbon on the Mizbech of Hashem. It's not just a nice idea. It's mamish. Hanos ha-karbon shalomalu. The pleasure of the carbon that is offered above. Kishavu hu ha-chelikim ha-kal. Because that chelik elokus is the same in the food and in the carbon. But if a person forgets this, and his eating is simply to give himself pleasure by filling his taiva, his desire. Zomitzad nefesh hamishava habahamis shabadam. That comes from the nefesh bahamis shabadam. Zomitzad nefesh hamishava bahamis shabadam. Ukeilu makriv lo carbon. When a person eats just for, for this physical pleasure. It's Kilo, he's bringing an offering to the Nefesh Bahamas. Kilo Makriv Lakarb. And that's Zivchemesim. Shakoach Zevataivazu, because this Koach, the Bahamias of a person, the physicality of the person, and the food, who Gedar Shamur Vishayim Bechayim Kruyimesim. A Russia doesn't think about the Nishama doesn't think about the Elokos, doesn't think about the presence of God in himself or in the food. And the Gemara tells us that Rishayim, that the Rasha, even while he's alive, is Kuriim, is Kuriim he's, he's considered dead. Because it's without any connection to the Nishama, without any connection to the Elokos. The Elokos is what gives life to the food and to the person. In the absence of Elokos, it's Kilo, the person is dead, and the food is no life. That's called Ziv the table, uh, the altar of, of those who are dead. There's no chiyas to the food, and there's no chiyas to the person. It's ziv chemesim. The whole thing is, is ziv chemesim. Rishoy mechayim kruyim mesim. Shachiyas for dimyon ba'alma. The chiyas that we see in the rush is a dimyon ba'alma. It just it looks like it's chiyas, but it's not really chiyas. Because the true chiyas is elokus, and the rush is detached from elokus. Really, really, he's dead. He, he looks like he's alive, but he's dead. <coughs> Same thing with the food. And when the Russia eats, I mean, it's not the Russia, but when the person without these machshavas of Kedusha, of Elikus, eats, that's considered to be an offering of Zivchemesim, the Takrubas of Adazar. Because what is Avodazar? Avodazar means forgetting God. Avodazar is forgetting God and trying to satisfy something else. Some other koach, merely f- filling some koach acher, something else, satisfying something else inside of you. Chutz mi koach Hashem 
outside of a, outside the car of a shemesbar, feeding something, recognizing some car chutz mikar hashemesbar. That's a bechinah of avodazar. And Reb Tzodik explains that this is what Chazal are telling us. The advice of the Torah of how to be able to make sure that our eating is a, an act of 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 Akrovet HaShem and not Chas V'Sholem Takruvus of Adazar Zivchem HaShem Shulchan Sheish Lov Divetar is to make sure that there's always Divetar by the table when we eat. Shahamor Shabbat, because the light of Torah, who Hamavarir clarifies, makes it clear to us, reminds us, Shamakya Shahume Hashem is It's not just to say something clever at the table. Again, we're very used to this. Like, why say, why say, divetor when you're eating? Like, why davka when you eating? Why can't you just eat? What's the Indian of saying divetor at the table? Not just Shabbos. But when people are eating, when Jews are eating, the Mishnah and the Gemara are not talking davka by Shabbos. Why say divetor? Because the light of Torah clarifies, is mevarer, and reminds us, teaches us, that everything is from Hashem. Ki chachma, because wisdom, chachma of Torah, is lashon of akar, of recognition, of, of recognizing, of seeing and knowing. Zegam kein kavonis abracha, shetiknu chachamim kaidim achila, and that's why Chazal, that's why the Chacham were misaki to make brachas before we eat everything. She'inyona, the inyon of a bracha, is a ha'hakara she'Hashem's brach who habore u'mahava marchalzeh. That Hashem is the one who created and gives existence to this food. She'yemarchal that it should be something that we could eat. It should be food. That's an entirely different way of, of looking at eating. And, and Reb Sadiq is saying that uh, his te- teaching is a basic kavana that we could all have. Besides the divetara, a basic kavana that we could all have. And you could understand why is it that if the Indian of eating was just to nourish so that later on we'd be able to do mitzvahs, learn and daven, then why so many, so many halachas when it comes to the act of eating? Why is it that eating, eating consists of so many rituals? Besides all of the brachas, all the dinim in Shulchan Aruch, of Hanhagis Adam, at the time of the Sudu, there's a whole section of Shulchan Aruch, of how to eat, of how Jew eats. The derech that a person has to have when he's eating. Not, not driving with food and walking around in the... When I was when I was a bocher in Etzisel, so I was I guess I was in I was in, uh, in high school. I must have been in eleventh grade or something. We lived in Etzisel, so I was I was walking on the street with a friend, and we were 
we were having ice cream, we were eating ice cream cone. It seemed pretty, pretty harmless. Uh, it was Natanya. That's where I lived then. And we were eating ice cream because on Rechel Strauss there was a very good ice cream place. And we were enjoying our ice cream cones. And Natanya, as you know, there's a Kiyat Sanz that's uh, in Natanya, at the edge of Natanya. And and there was an old Hasidic Shayid that was walking there. And my friend and I were walking and having ice cream and talking. And he starts, this old Hasidic Shayid starts to go, Roof! Roof! <laughs> <laughs> he starts to bark. And my friend and I looked at him. And we looked at each other. It's, it's a story with this. this, this wow. What happened to him? Wow. And, uh, and he walked over to us. And we know like the guy's barking. And he's smiling. And he said... And the sweetest way. I remember, I remember what he looked like because I met him in the Young Israel of Queens Valley around 25 years later in Queens. <laughs> that, and, I, and I recognized him. And he recognized me. I'll tell you this, the whole story in a second. So, so he was smiling and he went over to us and he put his arm around the two of us. And he said, he said, Chazal said that, that, if you, that if you eat in the shuk, it's like you're like a dog. You don't walk around, you don't walk, you have yarmulkes on, you sit down at the table, you sit on the side on a bench and you eat. You don't walk in the shuk. Many, many years later, I was, I was in Kew Garden Hills, that's where I lived, and I was learning in the, in the Kailo in the afternoon, and there, there was a, a an old chesed, he was already gray back then. There was an old chesed, and he walked in from Minchem or something, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and he goes, Roof! <laughs> and I said, Zata. He says, No. And, they, and again, he hugs me. And and uh, we were laughing. We are talking about that. You know, he remembers such a thing. No. So there's a way that a person, there's a way that a person eats. Because I'll say, Don't eat when you're walking. You don't walk around and you're eating while you're walking. It's like a caliph that eats in the, in the shuk. So, if it's a matter of nourishment, it's enough human to eat like this, eat like that. It's manners. The, to- the Torah is, is a manual for, for uh, you know, manners and so on. It's not any of, of etiquette. I mean, also that, of course. There's etiquette, there's manners. But that's not all. When you're talking about Zashulchan Lifna Hashem, it's a Mizbech Hashem. And and the presence of mind that one should have while eating as itself being an act of Kedusha. And it's like that with everything in life, including the Indian that we were talking about before, husband and wife, and all of the guidelines from the Svarma Kedoshim about how that relationship is to be conducted by Kedusha with Tahar. Zayn, yeah? Translate to Kiddush and Shul, standing, standing, eating, not eating. What should we have in mind or not have in mind? What's the taklas? Why, why is it? Is it okay to stand up and eat? I'm not going to sit and eat. Should you not really eat in Shul? Well, how does that? What's the the proper behavior in Shul with Kiddush? Look, it's not. Uh, I'm not from the big Kiddush eaters, and you know, it's uh, personally, I never, I never. Uh, uh, I never found that to be a, a, prop, a comfortable way to eat. 
in, in that type of a situation with people talking and then like spaghetti coming out of your mouth. And <laughs> there are many, many in Yana with the. I'm not, I'm not saying this that people Khalila should should shouldn't enjoy a kiddush. It could be holy too. Of course it should. Of course it could be. First of all, when it's men and women together, that's for sure not. That that whole Indian. And uh, that should be Bikdusha. That's number one. That's number one. Number two is that, is that uh, of course, it's better that a person, uh, if possible, is able to, at least at a chasna, you take something from the smorgasbord, you can go to a little table and, and sit down. It certainly is not a lechadchilu that a person should stand around. But still, we shouldn't describe it. It's not, a, it's not like eating in the shuk. And the person is allowed to stand and eat, but it's preferable if a person can sit down and eat, which is not always possible when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to kiddush. But I think that when it comes to what goes on by many of the kiddushim, there's a there's a lot to go till we get to Absadik. Absadik uh, is already further down the road than what happens by uh, than what happens by kiddushim. It's dumb uh, that we should be become more conscious of of how we eat. Is it the, is it uh, is it the midah of tamid chachamim and sadikim to stand around while eating and talking? And, and it's not the midah of tamid chachamim and sadikim to stand around eating. And is it an avera? Chasu shalom sings an avera. Is it something that 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 people have to stay away from? No, it's not something you have to stay away from. <clears throat> but there's a mila to eating in a way, to eating in a, in a proper way with a table and so on. <clears throat> to lift up all of the foods from the madrega if you're having something that's a, that's vegetables and so on and that's why we make a bracha before. Shemamin, because through the bracha, we're strengthening our our belief. Hashem that the whole world, the whole world, the earth belongs to Hashem. Everything is Hashem. Shemamin Hashem therefore, the Gemara says that Amunas is say this When the when the Gemara t- takes the pasuk. And breaks down the pasuk into that each seder of the of, of shas of each seder of shas is is connected to a different word in that pasuk. So emuna we've spoken about this very often is say this right. Emuna is say this right. Now what's the connection between faith and say this right? And that seder of shas, which deals with planting and eating and food and trumas and mices and so on, all the halachas and all of the things that have to do with food. Because the Gemara says that the, we spoke about this last Shabbos, that these mamen b'chai olamim is That a person believes in the chai olamim, the Gemara says. He believes in the one who lives forever. B'zerei, and plants. But that, the meaning of that is mamen b'chai olamim, it means that he believes in the life of all worlds, the one who is the life of everything. Hashem is the life of all existence. Mamen b'chai olamim. Doesn't just mean the one who lives la'olam forever. It means b'chai olam, the chiyas of all worlds is Hashem. 
That's lahachias behem nefesh kolchai. Lahachias behem nefesh kolchai means that the, it's the nekudah elokus that gives life to all that exists. And therefore, eating is a, is a time to strengthen one's emuna. And say the Zroim is emuna. Emuna sitacha. Emuna is mam and bechai olamen. V'nikvim eseches brachas betchilasa. And therefore, the beginning of Shas, the beginning of Say the Zvarim, and the beginning of Shas is Mesech the Brachas. Mizohas Seder, Shalhalos, Kol Mine Hazroim La Shemes because Mesech the Brachas, of course, contains within it the Seder of how to lift up all the different foods. La Shemes Baruch, Aydekim Hamitzvah Aksuvis Behem. By being Mekayim, all the mitzvahs it's related to the food. And particularly the brach that we make before. And that's the beginning of, of Tereshav Alpeh. It's the beginning of Tereshav Alpeh because Tereshav Alpeh is the story of a Jew's interaction with the world. And that's how Hashem wants us to, to interact with the world. That's Tereshav Alpeh. Our way of interacting with creation, with the world. Hashem gave us Tereshav Alpeh. And then it's our job to understand Hashem's Ratzon and to use Torah Shabbat to live in this world day to day, moment by moment and therefore the beginning of Torah Shabbat is Mesech Tebrochus because that's the Yisod of our interaction with, with, with Hashem's world which is in this way that we're learning from Abzadik, the way of of Amuna and Hakar Brewer by Hashem Yisbaruch and so on Chai Yolamim. The brachas is the brachas that we make before we eat. Which is the emuna that everything is not only from Hashem but returns to Hashem. And Absalom says this is not something fancy. There's emuna hapshuta, the simple faith that is kavua, that is fixed in the heart of every Jew. It's so interesting how traditionally Mesech Brachas is not learned in the yeshivas. There's a reason why it was put at the beginning of Torah Shabbal Peh. So, of course, there's a great svar why to begin usually with Bava Metziah and so on, how to prepare the mind of the child for learning and so on. But it could be that that the that we're overlooking something very, very important by uh, ignoring or at least publicly ignoring Masech de Brachas. Which interesting also by the Chassidim was always uh, high up on the reading list, on the learning list, Masech de Brachas. It was always high up on the learning list. When you look at when you look at Limadatara not just as uh, an educational act but as a uh a of of Avodas Hashem, so then Brach is before everything. A bracha comes first. <coughs> the what? Shahim Aminim, Bnei Aminim. The Jews 
by nature, of course, are maminim b'nei maminim. They were believers and the children of believers. Therefore, everybody, everybody through through the bracha, everybody eats, including the amharitz eats tzameach. The ikir macholim, according to Chazal, of an amharitz, whatever however a person is classified as an amharitz, an amharitz in the time of the Gemara was uh, was a bigger amharitz. We see from Chazal that there were amharitzim that they didn't know about putting on film. So, an amharitz is a, uh, the the food of an amharitz was not meat. The food of an amharitz, the recommended diet of an amharitz was, of course, but amharitzim didn't usually know that. But the recommended diet of the Amaritz is not to eat meat, is to be a, a vegetarian. That's the recommended food of the Amaritz. Amalchilas Basar is also. But to eat meat is forbidden. Again, this goes back to the time of Chazal. And it's not Halach Lamaisa now, as far as when we no longer have Besamiktish, Kodshim, and so on. Nevertheless, what does it mean? Why is it that the Am Haaretz? Because the Am Haaretz is certainly a mom and he's a believer, the child of a believer. And as the Rabbi just said, that every Jew has a munapshutak vubalev kolish Yisrael. And every Jew, every Jew has simple faith that this comes from Hashem. And, that's, and that thought of this food being a gift from Hashem and recognizing that this is, that this is uh, from Hashem, that that even even the simplest amaritz, a person who believes in Hashem, and that Hashem is the Creator, he's able to have such a thought. So even an amaritz is able to lift up the that level of creation that's called sameach, plants, vegetables. But meat is already more complicated because there the taiva the taiva's bosser is very very strong. It's much easier to get lost in the Nefesh Bahamas to be uh, distracted from the Elokus mm-hmm. when it comes to meat, where there's a very, very strong, strong taiva. Look at footnote 10. The Gemara Imagine we come out with such a thing nowadays that they would come out. Am ha'aretz also lachal basar, and am ha'aretz is forbidden forbidden to eat meat. Shnemar zois teres ha'behemav ha'ov. This is the Torah of the behemah and, uh, and, and the the animal and the birds. Zos Torah. So the Gemara says kol oisik b'Torah muta lachal basar behemav ha'ov. Only a Jew who learns Torah. In those days, am ha'aretz was totally detached from libanat Torah, but only a Jew who learns Torah muta lachal basar behemav ha'ov can eat meat. Whoever does not learn Torah can't eat meat. Lachain, <coughs> therefore, Nikva back inside of Sadik after ten. Lachain Nikva Meseches Chulim Beseda Kachim. Therefore, Meseches Chulim, which deals, of course, with Shchita, Matrefis, all the dinim of meat, of of of, of having kosher meat. So that is found where in Seder Kodshim. Seder Kodshim deals with all the Karbanas. 
Said a kachim deals with the kabbonis. In other words, it deals with the food of the mizbeach. <coughs> it deals with it deals with achila begedusha, which that is already a very very big challenge for namaharitz. That's not connected to the Torah to eat in such a way, where the where the food is a michael that that is uh, from a behemoth from an oif, where it's very 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 big taiva already, and and it's much harder. Mesechta Brach is the beginning of Shas, and Seder Zorim is Amuna. Amuna is Yitacha. Amuna because every Jew is a Mammon. And every Jew has Amuna Pshuta. But it's very easy to forget that when it comes to the Taiva that is, uh, the Taiva that's there w- w- with meat, it's a very strong Taiva, and a person can just forget the Nefshul kiss. And therefore, that's, that's Chulun, which deals with these halachas, is found in Kodshin. Because eating meat is really only for somebody, ideally for somebody who eats everything. It's a carbon. He eats it in a state of tahara, the way that he, the way that one the way that one would eat a carbon. He eats it in a state of tahara zakaidish. Like we learned in the last Torah, that the table is on the madrega of a mizbeach. And the meat that the tamachachim eats. It's like a carbon, and holy meat like a carbon. Which is which is already big madrega that's connected to different Torah. Zos Torah Sabaim Chaivaif. Zois Torah. That's what the Gemara is saying. Zois Torah Sabaim Chaivaif. Kala Isaac B'Torah. Now we understand, because since the Tamachachim is is steeped in Torah and thinking about Torah, he's able to approach even that part of the world, the meat. And he's able to have the thoughts, the kavanas that we were learning about in Aizvav. And to do such a thing, to be able to eat meat, that it should be like a carbon, that it should be mamish a carbon, that's only possible with divetar. That you can't do you can't do without divetar. Yeah, of course. It could be. It shouldn't be, but it could be. Yeah. It doesn't have good work. A person has to concentrate. As the Gemara says in Brachas, turn over the page. Since the time that the Beis HaMikdush was destroyed, we don't have any more the Karbanis. All a person has are the four Amas of living a life of Halacha. And Rapsodik says that when a person's table becomes part of the Arba Amos of Allah, in other words, that he says by his table, then the table becomes Dugmas Besamikdish like the like the Besamikdish, like the Mizbeach. That's how we make a Mizbeach, the Gemara is saying, Rapsodik is explaining, that's how we make our table into Mizbeach after the Khum Besamikdish. Through the Arba Amas of Allah, through Torah. And then, when a person does that, then then, then the person who's eating, it's like the, it's like the Kayan that's eating from the carbon. Because the Kayan is eating from the Shulchan of Hashem, the Shulchan Gavoth, and the person, this. this 
person who's eating, the act of eating is ke'ilu, is a kohen, that's meshulchan gavo, who's eating from the shulchan of Hashem. Shachelu v'hadam, the chelu, the fat, and the blood, and so on. V'tzana loymet nemit, v'tzana loymet ikar achiyas, shabamaychol, which is the ikar achiyas of the food, of the of the meat. V'tayva shiyesh ba'adam loy, and is the source of one's taiva for the for this meat. The fat, the chiyas, the chelu, the dam. Hu Allah La Hashem is Baruch Aide Divitar. Can be brought up to Hashem like a carbon through Divitar. Shinim Shul Aish. And Divitar compared to fire. Shu Aisha The fire of Divitar is like the fire of the Mizbeach. And the meat is brought up in the fire of the Divitar, like the food that was brought up. Like the carbon that was brought up in the fire of the oil of the Mizbeach. And Divetar is called Rai Ke'esh. The Divetar Torah is like fire. And through that fire, this food can be brought up. And again, Reb Sadiq says, Shemaker al Yoda, that through the study of Torah, through learning Torah and saying Divetar at the table, Shemaker al Yoda, Shashem is Baruchu Hanos and Achiyas that Hashem is the one who gives the chiyas to the food. Who are they saying, ha-chiyas b'machal? V'hanoi saying, ha-tayvah lo'odim, and Hashem is the one who gives the tayvah to a person, who gives the desire to a person. V'ha-cheshek l'zahamachal, and gives him a cheshek for this particular food. The kayim nafshah, to give chiyas to his soul. We'll do a little, just a drop more. I'm not going to be able to finish this, just to see a, a, a few sentences from here. But it's all countries, Esau Ochel, on the subject of eating, from Epsodic. Now here, Epsodic is teaching us an, an unbelievable type of a, I don't want to use the word shortcut, but it is a certain way to help regular people like ourselves. That if all that we learn, what we're learning until now, the person has these kavanas, even through one act of eating and one meal of the week, including could be Shabbos, that eats with a proper kavanah, to lift up all of the kaychas to Hashem like we just learned. All of the eating during the week is lifted up. That if a person is able to try that at least once during that week to have kavanas, that were the kind of kavanas that we're talking about, so then it's able to help give an aliyah to all of the achila of the week, to all of the eating of the week. The same way that we were taught regarding davening. That through one strong act of, of, of davening, he's able to lift up all of the tefillahs of the year. And we find in Chazal that, that the davening of Hashem Kippur is called tefillah achas. But it's davke Hashem Kippur, especially Hashem Kippur, that the davening of Kavanah can lift up all the tefillahs of the year. Why does one tefillah cover the whole year, but... 
only a bunch of covers only a, a week. Tefillah is a is a ruchnis deke ma'isa, and even when a person does it without without the uh, proper kavana, sof kol sof, he's not indulging in, in a physical taiva. So you can understand that, it ha- that the energy level is much much has a greater effect. Mashenikein who comes to eating, it's very tied down to the earth with the eating. It's it needs constant recharging. It's not such. It doesn't have. It can't do such a thing. If you, there are a lot of people that if that if that if um, a voice would come down from Shemayim and would say that you only need to daven one day of the year, then a lot of people would be okay with that. But if there would be a baskal that would say you could only eat one day of the year, it wouldn't be such a wouldn't be widely received with people. So I think I think that explains the chiluk. Yeah. Shaliday, tefila achas. And we see the davening, of course, is compared to karbanas. Our whole davening is, is modeled after the karbanas. As we just learned. Not only that, looks the Rapsodic says here. When a person eats it's on a higher level than davening. You understand that the tik the tikkunim in the physical world that he's making is it's a higher level than 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 the spiritual act of davening. Because the tachlis, we're going to learn a lot about this. Of course, the tachlis is dir b'tachtainim to reveal Hashem in the lowest lowest places of existence. So that's even more so by eating bekedusha than by davening with kavana. To eat with kavana is a higher madrega than davening with kavana. K'moshu shemat mi'ma'ashamur b'senazal. We'll stop here. But to stop with such a sentence to, that, the, that the Indian of eating Bikadusha is on a higher Madrega than Tvila Bikadusha. That's also tremendous chiddush, tremendous chiddush. Okay, we should be saying.